Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Mark Loves Podcasts, Pets, and Pot. Um, on today's episode, we are joined by Canadian actress Michelle McLeod, who uh, recently uh, was uh, part of the cast of the Oscar-winning film Women Talking. Um, she tells us about the time she was uh, security for Snoop Dogg um, and uh, how Joaquin Phoenix walked her dog one day for her. Um, Steve uh, tells us about how he's not a big fan of Oprah or Beyonce. Say, um, I uh, uh, I do the 10 second poll, and Michelle joins me, and I was super excited about that, guys. Uh, it was another great episode, and as per usual, we talk about some podcasts worth listening to. Um, and we'll join you guys on the other side of the theme song. Have a great day. Do you guys want to listen to podcasts? Okay. Fill your bowl, fill your pet's bowl, and open your ear holes. It's time for Mark Loves Podcasts, Pets and Pot, where we talk about the podcasts, pets and pot that make life pleasant. Isn't that right, boy? Steve, how you doing this week, buddy? Man, I am good. I'm good. You? I I'm I, I'm having a good week. It's you know I, we're getting to the tail end of this goddamn winter up here. We had more fucking here. snow this weekend, and it's just but it hit pluses this afternoon, so it's kind of melting away. But I'm so I'm so ready for this to be over with. Oh, we we had snowmageddon up here yesterday. Like it, yesterday, I think was the worst snowfall we've had all winter. We had for three, uh, maybe not in total quantity, but in impact, we had it snowed three centimeters every hour for probably about four hours. Holy like the shit, town, really? Oh, yeah. The town went fucking berserk. And yesterday, we had a big event in town. Uh, we had the Mount Dufour hill climb. So nothing gets more northern Ontario redneck than a hill climb. It is... I shouldn't say that. I mean, these guys have balls. And one girl, Bailey Whalen, I doubt that she will ever listen to this. We had one female competitor. So these fucking people get on a snowmobile, and we have Mount Dufour, which is our ski hill here. So it's a pretty decent incline. These motherfuckers get on their snowmobile and race. Like, it's timed racing, so they're all individual. But they race up a fucking ski hill timed to see who has the fastest time racing in an incline on a snow machine do they all do they all get to the top like or do they like is there a chance like like they just don't have the power and they could just come no, tumbling no, they, down with their they, machine no no they they see that's what i thought but no they, it's designed in such a way i mean it's not we're, we're not in fucking banff here i mean we don't have rocky cliffs it's not like a 90 degree ski hill but they they some of them near the top you can hear them like they're they got it to the bar and and they're going a couple of people have bailed. We had a couple of uh, that the hairpin turn because they go, there's a hairpin turn. They got thrown off their sleds. Um, I got asked, they, you know, I had a blast though because they, they reached out to me and they said, hey, you're obnoxious and annoying and like to talk. Will you be our announcer? So I. Was so they've the, definitely uh, listened to the podcast then. Yeah. Well, they hear me <laughs> in person all the time. So, yeah, I, I, I had a blast. I got to be the uh, MC PA announcer. So I got to run. 
and they gave me a mic and didn't tell me any, give me any limitations. So I was like those guys on NASCAR and whatever. I was doing some play by play. I was calling out times. I was telling jokes. There was one guy's name. His last name was Bobby. So I kept calling him Talladega Nights oh every my. time he came out to race. So I had a blast. I had a good time. Oh, Steve. Oh, wait. Oh, I, my, I don't know if you can hear this. The dogs are barking in the uh, in the background. No, today. you can't pick it up. How about you? How was your weekend? Uh, I had a, it was a good week. It was uh, uh, baseball started this week. Uh, you know, so I was super excited about that because like Jays are my biggest, my favorite sport, baseball. Jays are my favorite team. We we haven't started the season well. We've lost two of the first three uh, to St. Louis, but you know it's still early. We we we've got to, we've got you know 159 more games to go. So uh, you know I'm not panicking just yet. It's uh, it's still yeah, early. Yeah. But yeah, no, it was, uh, it's, I'm, um, you know, like baseball just means spring is here. The weather I'm hopeful will start to turn soon, but I'm super excited about today's guest, Steve. Like I gotta, I gotta tell you, oh, shit. cause this one, yep. th- this, this is our, this is our first guest that actually has an IMDB page, which is just like, this is, I don't know how we were able to score a guest of this stature, but we did. Oh, that is the smallest part. We had a little chit chat before. This is the only, and you know what? I don't want to jinx us. Not jinxing us in the future, but the only one that has the word Oscar tied to something they fucking did. Absolutely, absolutely. I want. Uh, I want. It's wanna, not you, your brother. I want to. Your oh, brother's kid's name is Oscar, but I mean, like the the gold Oscar. <laughs> yeah, the actual award, the uh, the Academy Award. Um, we like to welcome to our podcast today, um, a Canadian actress. Uh, she recently uh, was uh, part of the film Women Talking, which won an Oscar for um, best sc- original screenplay. I believe Sarah Polly. Um, welcome to the podcast, Michelle McLeod. Michelle, pleasure to have you here today. Yeah, I'm so stoked to be here. Like, what a fun podcast to be on, for sure. Oh my god, we're awesome. just we're, we're so excited that you're here. Like, this is like I, you know, it's like my goodness, we have like a celebrity here. Like you, <laughs> you were at the Oscar. Well, no, you were at the SAG Awards this year, the Spirit Awards. You couldn't go to the Oscars because you were filming another project. So, like, that's just like that's amazing. Like, that's that's so cool. Uh, how are you doing today, Michelle? I'm doing great, guys. Like, what as I said, like super stoked to be here on a Sunday night. Um, podcast pot and pets are really kind of my niche. So this kind of fell in line and the stars aligned. So this is going to be a lot of fun. We're excited to have you here. We're excited to have you now. I, we were, I know we were talking about this beforehand and I'm really, uh, I'm, I'm actually super excited about the pot part today because typically like the last few podcasts, our guests don't like they, they haven't been, you know, smoking the weed for the show or they haven't been getting themselves high. Cause you know, they, I think there's a little bit of anxiety or they're worried to, you know, how they're going to, you know, how they're going to come across on the podcast. We're literally, literally what, like less than 50 listeners. So you don't have to worry about that. You know, you're not going to, you're not going to dent your reputation too bad, but today Michelle has a Michelle's- pre-roll. She's she's Michelle's ready to go. Gonna call. Michelle's nice agent's going to call and say, do you, you should rethink. <laughs> Did you sign off on this? What are you Your thinking? Girlfriend, what are you doing? Uh, no, I'm an avid pot smoker. Like, uh, like especially in L.A., it was amazing um, sneaking away from these events and, like, going to a pot store and getting some pre-rolls <laughs> sneaking my way back. So, uh, you know, I definitely enjoy this stuff. It's good stuff. So you you and Woody Harrelson hanging out in an alley smoking pot? No? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My, my next big purchase, hopefully, is some of, like, Seth Rogen's, like, handmade pot trays and pot, like, ashtrays and things. If you ever follow him on Instagram, they're actually quite beautiful, but you know it comes from the heart because he's such a stoner. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's just it. 
two celebrities if any two celebrities are are, if you're gonna buy pot with any celebrity's name on it's got to be either seth or woody harrelson (laughs) or oh what's his name um oh shit i was watching it the other day oh all right all right all right uh oh matthew mcconaughey matthew mcconaughey that's it yeah i was we were watching between two ferns the other day and he was on that and uh and uh, yeah, it's yeah. He's another you know quite famous uh, stoner. Well, you know Snoop Dogg. No doubt you could probably oh, like yeah. you know you could probably walk Snoopy. near him and get high. That's the, that's the best thing about him. When I was younger and I first got a job in Toronto, I I worked at Wonderland and I was actually Snoop Dogg's security. And he got in big big trouble because he got too high and he was so high he had to sing his song sitting down in a chair on stage because he couldn't walk. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Seriously, that's I I. <laughs> because we were supposed to make sure he wasn't like you know this is like before pot was legal so i was like you know very young and i there's i had to like stop snoop dogg from i could be like no sir please don't <laughs> smoke like how do you say that to snoop dogg you don't like you don't ask a a, a young professional to do that <laughs> you something the the security the rest of security kind of calmed down and he just you know chilled on stage but yeah i've uh, i've been his um so weird to say that his security guard. <laughs> I'm 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 really questioning the management structure at Canada's Wonderland. It's like, hey, this guy's a multi-billion-dollar, million-dollar recording artist. He's known all over the world. Who are we going to put it as as his handler to make sure he's safe and doesn't get high? I don't know. What fourteen-year-old girl do we have <laughs> kicking around the the management office? Like- you. You with the funnel cakes. Stop pouring the funnel cakes. You, you're you on fucking Snoop Dogg security duty. That's well, not, that's not reassuring. What I, leadership skills. What I want to know is, like, how much weed did he, what did he smoke to actually get that high? Like, I mean, like, I have a great tolerance now. Like, like it must have been pounds and pounds if Snoop was too high. Like, there's no yeah. way. Like, it just, it, it must would, be. Imagine, like, you know, like the little trailer you have. Like when you're on set or something, something very small with just literally clouds coming out. That's how high you have to get. Yes, Mark. Out of all the sets that we've been on, think of the private trailers that we've had at film sets that we would know what the fuck Michelle is talking that's about. Fa- that's very true. That's fair. That's fair. My goodness, man. Like Snoop got so high. He had to. Uh, that's wow. That's and you. Well, you know, so you failed at security and you decided to become an actress instead. And yeah. that seems to have, uh, you know, have, have done well for you, Michelle. But how did how did Snoop get that much pot into Wonderland? I've tried sneaking a can of pop into Wonderland in a backpack and they take it out. I know that's the thing. And that was the whole controversy. Like it was Snoop Dogg and like little John who was p- performing. And of course, you know, they're going to do whatever the hell they want. So the whole show is postponed and we had to like take care of the crowd and be like, no, it's everything's fine. Everything's coming. Everything's going to work out. But really it's because they were in this trailer getting way too high that everything <laughs> had to postpone and they were not going to go on stage unless they did what they want. So, you know, at the hands of the entertainment, I think Wonderland cr- crumbled a little bit. Well, yeah, and again, <laughs> leaving a 14-year-old in charge of two celebrities probably had something to do with that. So, now, one of my fondest memories. Now, Michelle, because you said uh, so, you spent some time in California. Is it is cannabis legal in Can- Ca- uh, California? Or is it still like you have to be like a me- medicinally get it? No, it's like totally legal, uh, just as legal as it is here in Toronto. You can go into any cannabis store. It's not government owned. It's all like individually owned. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, they have great weed there, by the way, like knock you on your ass, like have to just kind of take it, take it easy, kind <laughs> of weed. but um, yeah, no, really good stuff there. Um, 
one of my favorite places to go. I always try to, I always feel kind of badass seeking out pot in new places, especially in the States, because it's either hit or miss. Like I went to New York in October and it was like, weed was like illegal. You can't have, like there'd just be like crazy people on the street selling it, which you know you don't get from them. <laughs> and then, then in January or from, yeah, January went back and all of a sudden it was legal and they had one store that was like super legal where people were lined out at the door and I was like, no, I'm not going to line up for this. I just kept walking the city. I walked the city for like four hours just like to, to check it out. But really part of my intention was, was to see if I could find, you know, someone in some store legally. <laughs> and then I found it. I found it. Didn't have to wait in line and just enjoyed my walk even more. So, I mean, when there's a will, there's a way. But it's still kind of like the states are still slowly state by state bringing it into play. Yeah, they haven't embraced it like on the federal level the way they, they, they did in Canada. They just like, OK, across the board, it's legal everywhere. Let's every province can figure out how they're going to do it. But we're making it legal. Right. Whereas. Uh, yeah, because I know for the longest time down in California, it was like you had to get like you have to go. You have to go to the naturopath to get the, the note, to get the medicinal license to. And everybody could do it for, I don't know, like 20 bucks. But uh, I just yeah, I just love the fact that you can just be anywhere now and just outside smoke a little weed kind of like on your walk around New York and just sort of enjoy yourself. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> now you you're you're I see you're already smoking. Do you do you know what you're yeah. smoking today, Michelle? Yeah, it's uh so I rolled a joint uh of this weed called Durban Lime. Ooh. Sativa. I love sativa weed. You like um, the just like, like the energy from it? Yeah, I love the energy. Um I love the head buzz. I'm not much of an indica person because I don't like to fall asleep after I smoke weed. I like to like the word I like to use is toodle. Like I like to go do stuff and feel very productive. <laughs> yeah, so well, sativa will I definitely do that for you, right? That. Sorry. What's that? No, go ahead. Oh, I said I was gonna say I always lean towards the sativa. That's kind of my jam. Yeah, yeah, I like that. You know, Kate, like if it's a Friday night and you know, like we're coming towards the end of our mushroom evening, I'll I'll kick into an indica or something like that. But uh, like, yeah, like if I'm if I like I got these sativa gummies, and if I feel like I want to like clean the house and do a bunch of shit, I'll like pop a gummy and just go. So now, are yeah. you are you mostly a smoker then? I would say, yeah, I'm mostly a smoker. Um, I recently tried these gummies. Um, they're a little more powerful than the ones you can get at the government store. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. Oh, yeah, but, go for it. Um, they are they're really good for a Saturday. Like, just, just like, you know when you get the best kind of high where you just can't stop laughing or you're laughing at the dumbest shit? <laughs> that, that's these gummies. And it's my partner and I, like, every Saturday that's kind of our, our jam is, like, we eat our good breakfast. We pop one of these, and we just see where, just see where it takes us, and it's it's the best. So how much how much are you popping? Like, what what's your number for gummies? Like, it depends. So, <laughs> um, these ones are fifty. Okay, yeah, that's a good number. Uh, that's a good number. Yeah, it's pretty. Like, you know what you're getting into. Yeah, yep. We also got these ones that were like crazy. These cubes were like 120, and we cut them in half. And we tried them, and I'm pretty sure there's more than that in them because we tried to watch A Christmas Vacation um, after taking one, and within like five movies, we had to turn five minutes. We had to turn it off because of like overstimulation. <laughs> oh <laughs> wow! Hey, oh, too much. We must exit Christmas Vacation now. Yeah, so uh, we don't go to those ones anymore. We stay safe with the fifty. Yeah, that's the thing, right? Like the like the the black markety ones that you're getting from those places, because like most of my gummies are not government gummies either. And yeah, you just have to be like, you know, it's hit or miss. You know, they say forty milligrams, but you never know. You never know. 
Um, you never know. You're, you're rolling the dice. So it's part of the adventure. Right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So uh, today I am smoking. Uh, I've got this. Uh, it's um, it's from a, a company called Papa's Herb, and it's the Flight Pack. So it's a, tr- a three triple infused pre-rolls in this pack. So we have one called Jack Herrer or Herer, uh, which is a sativa, uh, lemon cherry gelato, and a watermelon Zed. The watermelon Zed's an indica, and the lemon cherry gelato is a hybrid. I just grabbed one out of my. Uh, oh, I just, I grabbed the sativa one. I just decided I was going to pull one out and smoke it. So, and the the thing that I'm really excited about because we've been doing the 10 second pull the last few oh, weeks good. since Blair <laughs> was on the show and and suggested it. And today, I will not be doing it alone. I'm I have a I'm partner here. Well. So Steve's gonna put up the timer on the uh, on this uh, you know for us to look at, and then he's gonna he's gonna tell us to go, and then we're gonna try pull for ten seconds. Ready? Okay. Okay. Yeah. You guys ready? Set. Go. Go. You guys are four, five, six, seven, <laughs> nine, ten. There you go. <coughs> I died at like seven and a half today. Oh my goodness. Ooh. Michelle was a champ. Michelle went. She she hit the 10. Did you, Michelle? Oh, congratulations. I was so focused on just trying to keep the pull going. Oh, that's amazing. Well done. Well, I the the uh the, the, the title belongs to Michelle McLeod right now for uh for you know the, the reigning 10 pull champion right here. My goodness. Always make my parents proud. Let's just say <laughs> Michelle's an overachiever. Yeah. <laughs> you know, part of an Oscar winning movie and, you know, 10 second pull champion on a podcast. It's something to <laughs> add to my resume. Yeah, let's put that on. Let's, let's see if we can put that on the IMDb page. I'm sure we can. Yeah. Probably, yeah, I'm sure we can get it on there somewhere. You know, it's, you know, we'll figure Under it out. Under trivia, in the little <laughs> trivia section. Hilarious. Ooh. Oh, that Please. was. A, that was a good one. Wow. Okay. I'm going to be like really high real soon. I'm kind of going to enjoy this. I'm kind of feeling the same way. Woo. Oh, I like that. Oh, nice. Okay. Well, you know what? Is really good. You got a good strain there. Is it's that, the, oh, have you had that before? Yeah. Like oh. I will seek that out in a shop if I can find it. It's the best sativa. And really, and what was it? Is it called Jack? What? Herrer? Jack Herrer. Herrer. Oh, okay. I've never yeah, had Herrer. this one before. Yeah. So Mark, did you Quite get thick. that at? Did you get that at um, at my usual regular... my happy life? Yep, I got it at happy yeah. life as per usual. Because someone asked me before about how because I was telling him, you know, of course I've got two fantastic resources in, in you and Dan, so, so we're having a conversation, <laughs> and you know, we get into now everyone knows the in the couch in the couch thing part of it, and I said, my buddy Mark, you know, I use your your thing all the time. Mark will eat a gummy and fucking clean his house from top to bottom as long as it's a sativa. <laughs> But they've gone to the OCS store and they said it doesn't say it on the package. They usually have to ask. So does your thing say on the package that it's yeah, my, sativa my, or indica? Yeah, the gummies that I have, like those the, the 150 milligram ones I got, those are sativa gummies. It says it right on the package. So uh, and, okay. and Michelle's so nodding. So you're, you're saying sativa too, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they said they couldn't find it on the package because they talked about, you know, not being productive and i said no mark will clean your entire house for you if he eats a gummy <laughs> in fact i'm gonna slide one in the Little next coward. time he comes up yeah next time he comes for a visit i'm gonna slide that in his fucking pancakes and let him <laughs> let him add it at my house but they said yeah the package just said that it's how much thc and how much cbd and so i have to go back and and let him know 
Yeah, I, I'm, I'm surprised because typically, like, well, I've never actually bought gummies from a store because I like the bigger than the what the 10 milligram amount is. So, and I'm not really a gummy seeker. So it's typically someone will say, hey, I've got a, you know, I got a pack of like 120 or whatever they are. So that's how I'll, I'll buy them. But uh, yeah, all the ones I've ever bought have actually said on the package if oh. they're like an Indica or hybrid or, or whatever. But, um, well, I'm glad to know because this Jack, uh, the, the, the Jack stuff's really good here. You know, you could just walk into a store and just be like, because that's what I do when I go to Happy Life. I'm just like, what do you recommend? Let's like, like just give me, you know, do you have <laughs> yeah. any variety packs? What haven't I smoked yet for the program? And and then I just See, like, here I we was, go. I was much more sheltered. I mean, I didn't ever buy weed f- from a dealer. I didn't, I didn't ever do that if i needed weed i asked you yeah and and that's which i guess it's that whole thing that the whole chain of command the chain of custody came from a dealer anyway but i didn't pay you for it which was you know me absolving myself of any guilt so yeah but even for myself at, at that age i wasn't buying it a lot i was i was more like at a party getting it because i just knew if i got caught with it i was going to be fucked over like my first time my mom ever found out i smoked weed she wanted to organize an intervention so it was uh <laughs> You know, it's, uh, oh, my God. oh, that's, that's a true story. So it's, uh, it's, uh, like, it's, it's one of those things where it's, I would just smoke it when I was at parties and friends would have it. And, you know, you, you'd smoke, I would never bring it home. It wasn't until I was like in my, I think it was like 29, 30, where I was actually started like seeking it out and buying it on my own in a big way. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, there's so. a, um, when I first started smoking weed, it was like during that time in university, when you go back home for the summers, you didn't really have. You know, you didn't really live elsewhere. You just kind of went back and forth. And I had a best friend growing up who was a magician. And so it was very common. This sounds really weird, but he was like, he was a legit a magician. So like every three seconds, he'd be like catching shit on fire and throwing cards. Like it was literally not even joking. So <laughs> I had this room in my dad's house and it had like an ensuite bathroom, which was pretty dope. But I would go in there and I would smoke weed because um, I was like, you know, a little bit older in my late teens. And I figured no one's going to come in my room and then into my ensuite bathroom. And um, so I left one day. I accidentally put a joint like on our front table, left, whatever, came back. And my dad says, oh, I found this. And I was like, what do I do? In my head, is freaking panic. My dad is like, <laughs> leave it to Beaver. I asked him for a belly button ring once and he freaked out. Um, so I thought he was going to freak out over this joint. And I said, Instead of like saying anything about joints, I freak out. And go, oh my god, put that down! That's Steve's magic trick. Oh. And he put it down, and he didn't even realize what it was. My poor sweet father didn't even know he was holding a joint. And that same day, he goes, "By the way, I felt I, I smelled something in your room, so I went and I cleaned your bathroom and put air freshener in it. I can't figure out what that smell was." And I'm like. My poor innocent. Oh, what a man. sweet, sweet, innocent, not you know, sort of naive, naive man. Oh, that's so sweet. Like you know, you don't know that until it happens. So in my heart, I was, I remember this so, like, like it was yesterday because my heart was like racing. I thought I was in shit. Imagine I, if I, <laughs> you know, I can't get a belly button ring. Imagine if he found out I smoked pot. Imagine if he hears this podcast. I'm sorry, he still don't know. Oh, yeah. It's, it's one of those things. I'm glad he didn't see you right after. Fuck, he'd try and get you treated for pink eye. <laughs> yeah. uh, but God love him. But that was like, that was my pot smoking story when I was young. I would just do it in my bathroom and hope that nobody found out. <laughs> and so did you continue doing it in your bathroom after that? 
fuck yeah, you know. Oh, they're, nice, <laughs> nice. Well, your dad's probably just wondering why is that smell not gone away? He just keeps cleaning your bathroom every time you leave. He's spending a fortune on fucking like able <laughs> pest control. If they want to sponsor us, the good people at Able are great at what they do, but Able Pest Control is getting fucking skunks removed from your attic or whatever it is because he <laughs> thinks there's a skunk roaming around the house. Hilarious. Well, guys, so, I uh, I let's think move on to the podcast. I stuff think uh, yeah, I think we we've had quite the conversation on pot today. I'm so excited. I had a partner in the 10 second poll. Congratulations, Michelle, on uh, on being able to hit the 10 second mark. I this week I did not accomplish it. So again, more stretching of the diaphragm next week. And we'll uh, we'll try pull off that 10 second pull, but let's get to uh, the meaty part of the, the podcast, guys. And that is the podcast section. Michelle, you have three podcasts you're recommending for us today. Now, before we get into the podcast talk, um, what's your like? What's do you are you a daily listener? Do you have uh, like what what how big um, a percentage of your media consumption is podcasts? I would say it's pretty low, maybe 30 to 40%. Uh, I kind of flip between podcasts and audiobooks. So however long it takes me to listen to a book and before I find a new one, that's when I dive into the podcasts. Uh, but mostly I seek them out. Like if I'm wanting to learn about something or like like percolate or when I'm cleaning the house, that's when I go for the podcast. And did you, are any kind of particular subjects are, are your favorites here? Like, are we, uh, is it like true crime? Is it like uh, history? What, what's, what's sort of full catch Michelle's I attention? Love, I do love true crime. I should probably learn more about true crime podcasts. So if you have any suggestions, let me know. Oh, definitely. But, we got um, mostly it's been like inspirational stuff, uh, you know, meditative stuff, um, the whole growth mindset type of thing. I find that super fascinating. And especially after COVID learning about that, that kind of podcast stuff really kept me going. And also in a career like I have, it's very nice to stay positive all the time uh, in that kind of regard. So that's really nice. But really one of my favorite things to dive into is like drag queen gossip from like RuPaul's Drag Race. That is my fuel when I, that is my lap, my lap fuel. I love that shit. I love any kind of drama. Well then, uh, well, well then, why don't we get to uh, why don't we get to talking about your podcast? Because I'm pretty sure one of those podcasts is about what you were just talking about. So where are we starting off then today, Michelle? Um, so I guess we're going to start off at. Um, oh my god! I, now I'm blanking. On, what's my podcast name? Sibling rivalry. That's it. I always want to call them sisters or queens or something, but you're right. It's sibling rivalry, and it's with Monet Exchange and Bob the Drag Queen from RuPaul's Drag Race. And these two people are some of the biggest characters on that show. But the best thing about this podcast is they're so, like, unapologetically themselves and so candid and just hilarious. The way that they just sass each other and fight and also, like, bitch out every other girl on that show. <laughs> and that's the juice we want to hear, especially, like, diehards like me. I want to hear what they think. And they assess everything, like, the day after. So it's, like super relevant now now no don't judge me i've actually never seen an episode of rupaul's drag race now is this is this podcast specifically about like everything that's happening on the show and the gossip within the show or are we talking like general celebrity gossip too oh yeah definitely general celebrity gossip too i mean it's it's easy for them to talk about because they're in the rupaul kind of umbrella and realm but if you take those two characters out on themselves 
they do talk a lot about politics and what's happening in the world and their take on things and how they feel about different things, which is also really interesting and a lot of stuff I align with. Um, like I'm very LGBTQ plus uh, support ally positive. Mm-hmm. So I love hearing about this inspirational stuff. I guess it kind of falls into inspirational too. Cause I, I just love hearing them talk about their journeys, but I mean, the juicy part of it all is when they rip apart other queens. Like, <laughs> You know, everyone loves a good bitch fest or, uh, you know, something like that. And you get the inside scoop because they've done it and they've been there. And sometimes they know them. And um, it's something that my friends and I like to gossip about afterwards. It's a good chat. I see. So now do they have like, do they bring other celebrities on or is it just typically just them chatting? Yeah, it's typically just them chatting. I mean, uh, I can't remember, but I think in the past they brought on other drag queens to comment. But for the most part, it's just the two of them. Especially during COVID, like they would zoom in from each other's houses and and kind of check in with each other. And that was nice. That was like when I first started to listen to it. And the drag queens, I I have to admit, I only know two drag queens. Well, I don't know them personally, but I mean, I know of two drag queens. Of course, RuPaul, everyone knows RuPaul. And I know Shangela because I watched Dancing with the Stars and Shangela was freaking awesome. Oh, and And Dame Edna. Do you remember Dame Edna? That she was. Okay, and the guy, well, he's not really a drag queen, but that guy that did Mrs. Brown's Boys or whatever, but I don't think he was really a drag queen. He was just dressing up as a woman. But Shangela, and they're so dramatic, and she was great. When Shangela was on the show, they're just so over the top, and it was just so whatever. So I can only imagine what this podcast must be like. It's a lot of energy and a lot of giggles. Like, I love when, when people are, like, so themselves and their chemistry is super beautiful too like chemistry is everything especially when you're sharing with a partner it's so great to be able to hear them kind of go back and forth and riff off of each other and that makes you feel like you're kind of caught the wave with them which i really enjoy they're very good at that and now is this like a weekly podcast is this uh ongoing i'm assuming as well yeah it's ongoing i i'm not actually sure how often they do it because i I don't listen that regularly only as i said just every so often but as I, uh, I think it is a weekly podcast. If not, they're month, they're fairly no, they're fairly regular. I mean, more than weekly. So the fifteenth, the twentieth, the twenty second, the twenty fourth, six days ago, four days ago. Oh wow! They're, they're, okay, so they're they're just over three hundred episodes. Yeah. Oh, fantastic! Okay, <clears throat> and an interesting thing, if you do look up sibling rivalry, there's another show with the exact same name, and it's pretty cool. It's uh, Oliver and Kate Hudson have a show together. So anyone that's watched Rules of Engagement, he was the the guy on there. And they're, uh, so if you go into the Apple podcasting, so I went looking to do my research and there's two civil ri- sibling rivalry shows. Ah, very interesting. Well, we're we're talking about the drag queen one and that's, uh, yes. it sounds like it's <clears throat> a very interesting show. Now, would I, uh, w- like, do I have to be, have knowledge of RuPaul's Drag Race or can I just listen to it and sort of enjoy it myself? Yeah, you can just turn it on. If you just want to hear like two people gossip and have a good time and talk shit about other people, this is a beautiful thing. You'll uh, enjoy it more if you dress up, Mark. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know what? Well, maybe well, maybe like, I might. You know. Welcome. You know, Dana's got some outfits that I, uh, I, you know, I, I, I think I could pull <laughs> I off nicely. Know. Please yeah. stop. Please stop right there. I don't want to hear how that sentence finishes. I want no part of this. Uh, Dana's got some outfits that I uh, look pretty good. I mean. <laughs> 
hey man you know you gotta you gotta show you know show off what you got right um okay so that was sibling rivalry and uh um like you said that's a uh quite you know inspirational positive sort of uh podcast gossipy uh you know people talking shit about other people it's uh you know sounds yeah sounds interesting um now probably what is the exact opposite of that i want to hear how michelle fucking segues this one which one (laughs) The second one on her list. Okay, so what's the okay? So are we are we going to move on to your second podcast then, Michelle? It's, is that one Oprah? That's the yes. Oprah one. Yes. Oprah is so dope, guys. It, like her hype is real. If you get on the Oprah train, I swear to God, your life will change. She is an inspirational biatch. I love her so much. And uh, yeah, this was all part of the thing I used to listen to in COVID. I started getting a little bit on the Oprah train, and she does um, um, Soul. Is it Soul Sunday? Um, and, uh, yeah, she just talks about her, her mindfulness and the way that she sees the world, her perspective, the way that she's able to keep her feet moving, her success, her positivity. And, you know, it's really interesting to hear, um, you know, what she's gone through and she kind of puts her money where her mouth is and, and actually has had a lot of reference experience in life. And I, I love hearing success stories in that way especially when it comes to mental health um i'm a big mental health advocate and so when people talk are openly talking about how they've gotten from one place to another i find that truly like inspirational i just find it funny from one podcast i know people tearing each other down (laughs) and talking shit to oprah which is the oh, and you get a car and you get all that kind of shit. You go from angry, trash talking drag queens a, to Oprah. I love a bitch fest and I love a pump me up fest. You know, it's uh, it's all about the spectrum, the range. But you're right, but very two opposing situations. But you know what? I, I I like the aspect that you're saying there. Like it's it's you know it's it, it's health. It's like a mental health. It, it helps people with that sort of recognize that because like we've all we've all been there. I've had my own mental health struggles. That's what sort of led me into my world of massage therapy and and out of you know out of uh, you know my 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 previous life and everything. And it's a uh, you know I I'm, I'm glad that there's things like you know, podcasts like this out there that that can sort of inspire people and 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 keep them keep them going because sometimes it can be hard. It's definitely, it's, it's not an easy thing to go through. And, and the fact that the world is recognizing a lot more is it's, it's really, um, it's astounding. Cause I know like when I went through it, it was, it was still early days in the process. So now to see the way, you know, how far it's come in the last, what, 15 years, 14 years that, uh, that yeah, it's, it's a lot more acceptable and people are willing to talk about it more. And, and I think that's great. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So totally now this and, is, and I'm sorry. not the, I was going to say, I, I'm, I'm self-admittedly not the biggest fan of Oprah. I, 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 and I know you're, you're in the celebrity world. And I think that somehow it's in all your contracts that at some point you need to talk about Oprah and how great <laughs> yes, she is. And but, <laughs> yeah, and done. But no, I mean, I, I, I'm not a huge fan of her, but what I am a fan of is exactly what you two just said. She brought a lot of light, not just to that, but to, spirituality and i mean she's gotten i'm gonna butcher his name elkart tolle or elkart oh yeah Eckhart Tolle. yes he's he's a philosopher i mean she she has brought a lot of people she also did bring us dr phil and fucking dr oz but neither here you can't you can't always bat a thousand but she's brought forth a lot of people who would not to a lot of people philosophers and and people who are spiritual and um, 
a lot of outlets to the, the general masses that listen because it is Oprah. And that is a big plus. So I, I'm glad about that. And she's she's done a lot. She she has put out. So I well, I'm sure she's put out. But again, that's none of my business. But I mean, she's put out a lot of. That's a different story. Ask, ask Stedman. He he'll, he'll know. Um, but no, she she genuinely comes across as a as a good person. And yeah, I just a little that aura. It's Beyonce. It's Oprah and Beyonce are two yeah. people that you know next to. Jesus walking on water. It's it's those two, and and I think there's a lot of hype around them. Now, but. if you if you ever do get the opportunity, Michelle, to meet Beyonce or, or Oprah, let them know that I am a fan of theirs. Like <laughs> you know, like you could, <laughs> if Steve is not, I am. You know, they're more than welcome to join us on the podcast one day. I will I will bring a different co-host on if that's necessary. You know, <laughs> man, I got your back. I will be on the lookout. And don't worry, I won't let you down. They'll come. They'll check out. Nice. Okay. So now this is—I'm assuming this is like a weekly podcast as well, or on that uh, on that vein, is it? Yeah, School Sunday, from what I know, is a weekly podcast, but they have a whole bunch of little segments that sometimes come out on some very specific topics. So what's awesome about her kind of channel is that you can put in specific things you want to learn about. Um, and sometimes it's like uh, like a mesh of different things. She'll have little clips of things playing over and over and just like some of the best answers on that subject. So you can kind of um, really hone into something if you're looking for it. Nice. Yep. Okay. And she's got the, the clout to get people on. So she's got oh, yeah. 438 episodes and it ties into the TV show, I think, Michelle, because I did a little looking up too, but because uh, the Super Soul is on the Oprah Network, it's on TV as well. But um, I mean, oh, for those cool. that, yeah, for those that do like it, March first and March eighth, so they are a week apart. Uh, or sorry, March first, and they're both on March first. They release both parts at the same time. But Michelle Obama was her guest, and I I love Michelle Obama. So and, <laughs> and so does my wife. And I mean, her and and Barack, regardless of what your political U.S. political views are. I just think they're they they come off as very good people, and Michelle comes off really well as well. So that was her guest on March first. So I have added that to my list or to our list for Nancy and I to listen to. So oh, very nice. Okay, so uh, so then Steve, you can report next week on uh, on Super Soul as the uh, the podcaster if you then that's that's your for job. Sure. Okay, so uh, <clears throat> two down, one more to go, Michelle, uh, and uh, where, where where to next? Oh, on the third podcast? Oh, this is one from my friends. So it's called Create Up, and I listen to it because it's one of my friends, obviously. And I feel like for all creative people, you just got to support them no matter what. So this is my friend, Will Ennis, and he has such integrity and such drive to just do all things creative. Like, he has his hands dipped in so many pots, but it's awesome to see what he does with these, like, kind of, like, inspirational journey he finds. And... Uh, he committed to doing this podcast and he gets really great guests and they're all like um, super down to earth and they just talk about creating and what it means to them to create in whatever realm they're creating in. Um, so like a really nice candid conversation, but he also pulls in people that are like, um, like inspirations to him, but are on like a very, um what's the word i'm looking for kind of like relatable level relatable level you know what i mean yep. so when you're listening to them talk about their creativity and how they're going and also their trajectory because they're all artists like on their way somewhere uh it's very interesting and also i'm just a supportive friend and uh i listen to him 
I've listened to all of his episodes because. Now, know, is, is he based out of Canada then, or is he uh, from elsewhere? Okay. He's oh, based no. out of Toronto. Uh, he too is an actor, but I would say he's more of like, uh, as it like everything, a little bit of everything. He's a musician. He's an actor. He's an artist. He's a podcaster. You know, he just kind of does everything. And I've always been kind of um, enthralled by his mind and he commits to everything. He'll think of a project that's like so vast. It like, he told me the other, the other day at a show, I was seeing him play bass at that. He's been started driving to stand up open mics for the last couple of weeks and has done like seven open mics because now he wants to try stand up and he just does it. And I'm like, good, like good for you. That's such an amazing drive to have to just be like fuck it i want that let's go like that's what i get so i'm super supportive of him oh that's fantastic like i, I like awesome. I, I, I he sound because I, I i love kind of being in that creative space i love like i love doing stand-up comedy I, I i've been so enjoying doing this podcast for the last few months it's like it's it's just because again it's that creative space you get to you get to sort of use your mind in in ways that uh that, that it's your imagination that's that's running everything and like yeah i've got tons of ideas for other things i'd love to do and uh and I just I, I could totally understand where sort of uh, where Will's uh, mindset is in, in regards to just sort of just wanting to be creative and create all the time and everything. So now is this uh, is this like a, a continuous is this an ongoing podcast right now? Yeah. So I think he did his first season, uh, which I think they're on. He's on hiatus now trying to figure out what he wants to do next, because I mean, I guess his mind runs a mile a minute. But this is something I highly encourage from him. Um, so I definitely hope to see him do more or like circle back to see how people are doing. Cause he, as I said, he does catch people when they're on the cusp of something. So it'd be cool to see everything kind of come back and see where they are now, but, uh, we'll see. I will message him and pester him about it. Oh, they have now. Have <laughs> you been on his show? Have you been a guest on his show yet? Yes, I have. Um, it was quite a while ago, maybe like during COVID for sure, two years ago. And we talked about my passion for acting and what I think it's like to kind of jump into the biz um, and what it takes to do stuff like that and how I navigate this journey. Uh, I'm very particular about kind of how I navigate each step to try to achieve my goals. So we kind of talked about that and uh, it was one of my favorite conversations. He's one of my friends and um, yeah, it was just nice to have someone curious about those thoughts that go in your head as a creative person, but we don't really share how we're getting there sometimes. Yeah, no, and that, that was that's awesome. That's, and so, well, like he could have you back on now because like, you know, from when you were on last to now, like you've been in an Oscar winning movie, you know, you've got like, you're, 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 uh, you know, uh, working on working moms. There's, you're, there's tons of stuff. You're currently filming a project in Toronto. So like, you're one of those people that, that, you know, he caught early and you can come on and sort of talk about your, your successes over the past couple of years. Oh yeah. If he wanted to keep going and invite me back, absolutely. That would be amazing. Now, I know there's a lot of people out there that, 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 that have ideas that, you know, want to know how to pursue them or, or need to, to, to hear how to, 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 to inspire themselves to do it. And if this is the podcast to do it, guys, create up, you know, find it, listen to it and, and see if it helps you, uh, you know, inspires you to do what you're looking to do. Now, Steve, uh, it is our turn to do some podcast recommendations. It's been a couple of weeks, hasn't it, since we recommended yeah. anything? So yeah, and and uh, I I changed mine up. I mean, I had one in <clears throat> in the in the 
poll here to, to talk about. But then Michelle started talking about liking celebrity gossip shit. So I, I changed mine up. So, um, so you your podcast you today, first? Steve? No, I'll, I'll let you, uh, I'll let you right. uh, tell us so, what we're listening to or you're going to uh, recommend today. The, the podcast I'm recommending is called Rich and Daily. And I have talked about the parent podcast, this is even the rich before. That was earlier on on, on our things. So it's I like them because they kind of remind me of us to a certain extent. So the two hosts um, are uh, it's it's uh, Alicia Skidmore Williams and Brooke Schifrin, and they're two friends. They've been friends. They actually lived together for a while. They're in the L.A. Hollywood kind of thing, but they were like fucking. Uh, coat check at one point and they were uh, what, what's the thing valets they did valets at some parties they do some publicity stuff um, they're great their banter's awesome you hear them with each other their, their regular show even the rich is is uh, four or five episodes each it's like a wondery kind of podcast because they will do Lucille Ball or Madonna or the history of Will Smith and it's a bigger one but they also do um, uh, the rich and daily which Michelle you'll love this because it's only 13 15 minute episodes but it's all about celebrities and and so so one of the last ones was um about gwyneth paltrow and the verdict that came out of oh that. yeah that's right yeah and the ski trial and then they talk <clears> about <throat> the vanderpump rules and then they talk about katie perry and and they'll have a whole bunch of different ones and they're all little 15 minute ones so it's like a um uh the they had a really funny episode which was uh, they titled it Ben Affleck and the memeing of life because everyone's turning Ben into a meme because he admits, he goes, I've got resting fucking angry face and now <laughs> Ben's a meme for everything. Um, so you, you'll love it. They, they talk a lot of smack. They're, it's like a TMZ without being low gutter stuff. They're, they're still very respectful, but they know everyone. They're kind of in that world. So they, they, Oh, remember we worked valet at the party for this person. She was very sweet and, and whatever. So you'll love it. So, oh, so nice. Steve, now this, <clears throat> now each episode, like it's a daily, this is a daily podcast. Are they covering one subject per episode or are they doing like multiple things each day? No, no. Cause it's like, they must like when it's rich and daily, like it is, they must be recording either the day before at release. Like it is cause everything's super on topic. Like the, the, You'll like the Gwyneth Paltrow one, but like I mean, like out. is the is 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 like today's episode just about Gwyneth Paltrow, or is it yes. like oh, okay, yeah? Because two days ago or three, it's the weekend. So Fridays was about Gwyneth Paltrow. Thursdays was about Jamie uh, Jeremy Renner because he came out and he did his first interview. After that, uh, it was Kelly Ripa and then Emily Radjitschikowski. I can't ever say her name. Um, and, and anyway, so every every day is a different kind of. It's not. It's a, a little gossip thing. about an a, but another celebrity. Yeah, but it's like super current. Like they don't all. They don't tend to pick something that's not like in the headlines in the last couple of days. Yeah, so yeah, that's why they must film every day uh, and not do what others do and just put a bunch of stuff in the can and then release it for a week or two ahead. Yeah, well, there's yeah, because that there's is time sensitive, but that's the disadvantage to a podcast like that is that you typically don't go back and listen to the older episodes because you know they 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 were current at the time, but then they be quickly become old, right? Whereas like yeah. the other ones are you know subject matter you can listen to you know you could listen to one of ours again because ours aren't time sensitive, you know. And uh, but uh, so this is called uh, what do you say, Rich and Daily, Steve? Rich and Daily, <laughs> yeah. And these are running in about fifteen minutes, ten to fifteen minutes every day. 
they're they're one of my world dude they're they're 15 minutes sometimes uh depending uh, on the topic um i'll put them on as nan and i are dozing off and i'll put it on the ipad and, and that's something we doze off to especially if it's a a, a funnier topic oh. it's, this is all super light none of their stuff is gloom and doom so that whole don't listen to bad shit before you fall asleep like i went through my my phase there where i really got into that really good one we've talked about before which was the uh, canadian crime podcast and you start to realize maybe listening to shit about serial murderers as you're falling asleep doesn't lead to fucking sweet <laughs> bedtime gummy bear dreams you know you wake up and you're fucking That's in a funny. cold sweat and you realize oh i've been listening to how paul fucking bernardo and carla homolka tortured and killed people before i dozed off i wonder why i didn't have a sound relaxing sleep Oh, Steve, Steve. Well, there you go. So, so that's yes, it. So this rich, rich and daily, a nice positive. Po- now, this is I didn't ask this about your podcast, Michelle. Are these uh, uh, is this a, like mature content? Is this a, everybody can listen type of thing? Yeah, I would say everyone can listen. <clears throat> I mean, maybe sibling rivalry has a little bit more mature content, but for the most part, yeah, anybody. And Steve, yeah. you? Hers, hers had when I was slipping through, and I did. I sorry, I didn't even think of saying it when we were going through it. Um, but hers did have uh, Michelle's did have the explicit ratings to it. Um, Rich and Daily, uh, as well as the other one, um, they're they're both Wondery podcasts. Oh, okay, so um, they're typically the, uh, pretty safe. Yeah, even the Rich, they will say every at the beginning of every episode if there's a little colorful language on it. Uh, but Rich and Daily doesn't have uh, an explicit rating on it, so that one's pretty friendly. Okay, or family nice. friendly anyway. Okay, sweet. So, what, uh, what about you? Okay, so well, uh, first of all, I listened to an episode uh, last week. Blake recommended some podcasts, and one of them was called uh, Caustic Soda. So I listened to that when I listened to an episode about black holes, I found it quite interesting. Uh, again, these guys don't uh, don't claim to be scientists, but they are like they are getting the research and, and, and finding the information, you know, to talk about, uh, um, you know, uh, uh, to have, you know, good, good conversation about the subject matter at hand. Um, so this one was it was about black holes. Uh, definitely worth uh, worth a, a listen. Uh, if you want to hear, you know, know more about the actual podcast, then I would tell you to listen to last week's episode with uh, Blake doing a nice review of uh, uh caustic soda and four other podcasts uh so definitely uh give that one a try now the one that i'm listening to it's uh and i think it's it's quite relevant and has nothing to do with drag queens or being inspired by anything <laughs> um but it's called your undivided attention um and it's uh it's a podcast it comes from the uh, center for humane technology and uh they're the co-hosts are tristan harris and and azaraskin and uh it explores the incredible power that technology that technology has over our lives and how we can use it to catalyze a humane future so yeah they basically talk about like you know how technology has is in our lives how it's integrating itself into our lives the the pit the pitfalls and perils of it potentially um like uh like the last episode they did it was called the ai dilemma and you know how ai has all of a sudden become like a really big relevant thing in our world and stuff and how they're sort of like you know they like they, they sort of need they're putting it out there that we kind of maybe need to sort of slow down on on how quickly this is uh, you know becoming part of our life and everything like that because we really don't know um, you know where I you know AI is going or the capabilities it has and um, like if you've listened to this before this podcast before you know like technology is like I I'm it terrifies me so listening to this um, you know. 
like and these sort of po- like it like that that podcast like that episode terrified me even more about the idea of how like AI is just going to one day just decide yeah well you know I'm thinking for myself and I'm going to just take the world over and uh, yeah so it's it's a uh, like they've done uh, they've done uh, episodes about TikTok and and how they're they're looking to ban it in in North America because of you know its relationship to China uh, there was another one about how um, they're using psychedelics to help you with uh, reset your social media brain and stuff like that now. So it's really, yeah, like the, the impact technology has on our life and, and, uh, it's scary. Like the AI dilemma, man, that was, listen to that episode. It's a little bit freaky. It really is. Yeah. I'm, I'm a tech geek. So I, I love all technology. I love it, but AI scares the shit out of me. This chat GPT thing that that's floating around. And it's funny because we're watching it and it's like, no one watched fucking Terminator. It's like none of these motherfuckers that were born before 1990. It, James Cameron's masterpiece. It still holds up today. Some of these action scenes are a little okay. You can tell it's fucking puppets. It's like fucking Pinocchio. But but it's like no one watched that movie when they said, oh, on this day in 2000, whatever, Skynet became self-aware and realized they didn't need humans. So they made machines and they wiped everyone out. And then a bunch of fucking morons sure. sat in a room and said, you know what we're going to do? Let's create fucking Skynet. Like they never saw the movie and let's create this fucking software that's going to turn around and it will wipe us all out because they they know humans are a virus. I suggest like, I honestly suggest like that, that episode, yeah, it was, fine. it was called the AI dilemma. And it was like, it's, it's quite like eye opening because like they're, they're realizing that like this AI is learning to code on its own. It's learning things outside of the parameters. It was told to learn, you know, like all of a sudden, you know, an AI that has been programmed to function in English, all of a sudden decides it's going to learn Persian and start answering everything in Persian and nobody directed it to do that but it learned it right it's you want to know a creepy one so and you'll have to probably edit because we're going to go along today but there was one a little while ago that went (laughs) out and they had two AI machines and they were talking and they were watching it back and forth and they were having them communicate and they throw a little curveball every so often and then they created a language and one went and talked to the other one. And then the other motherfucker responded. And they were talking in a whole other language that they created their own language. They had to go and pull the fucking plugs on these things because they were having a full conversation that the researchers didn't know what they were saying because they created their own language. That's, I tell you, it's scary, man. Like it's just, and the thing is, is like what they, what they like in, in this particular episode is they're suggesting that AI is not necessarily a bad thing. It's just, we need to pace ourselves to get there. Right. Because they're talking about how, um, if we, if we move too fast, then the utopia that AI could be will become a dystopia. Right. Cause like, if you wait, like AI could be what gives us the cure to cancer and, and, you know, and helps us understand how to cure the environment or tells us how to create, you know, yeasts that can eat plastic. Right. So all of a sudden, you know, the earth is going to be. But then if we're if we're moving at the pace of like Microsoft, where it's about the bottom line um, and and they're admittedly saying that they're running at a frantic frantic pace with A.I. Like these guys, like there was one where they're talking about how the A.I. Um, it was learning to critically think on its own. Right. So at the beginning of last year, it was critically thinking 
thinking at the age of a two-year-old. By the middle of last year, it was critically thinking at the age of a seven-year-old. And uh, by the end of last year, it was critically thinking at the age of a nine-year-old. But the thing is, is they didn't realize that it was it was expanding on its critical thinking until last month. They like this was all happening before they even realized it was right. Uh, and it like yeah, like that's yeah, the yeah. thing, right? So, you know, it's like what the hell, man? It, it, it could. It could create yeast that could eat plastic, or you know what? It can create the fucking T one thousand. Did any again going back full circle? Absolutely, it's a movie. Just watch full the circle. fucking yeah. Because because yes. the one interesting thing that they talk about is like when like the, the first nuclear bomb was dropped, right? All of a sudden, the whole world thought to themselves, "Shit, everyone's gonna get a nuclear bomb, and we're gonna fuck ourselves over." But through like treaties and and diplo- di- diplomacy, you know, we were able to sort of contain it. That only like nine countries have a nuclear weapon right now, right? But the difference is is that you know nuclear weapons can't create other nuclear weapons right ai can create other ai like it's learning to code on its own and shit like that so it's like why are we doing this let's like let's let's hold back a bit but anyway don't want to freak anybody out here but if you're really if you're looking for an interesting tech podcast your undivided attention is the way to go You don't want to freak anyone out. I thought listening to fucking Paul Bernardo and Carla Homolka stories kept me up at night. Now, fucking Mark's robots take over the world. I'm not listening to that shit. <laughs> I just, it's interesting. Like, it's, and like the TikTok episode was really like, that was another thing about like, are they going to all of a sudden ban TikTok in North America because they think China is spying on people and everything? Um, but yeah, so that's called Your Undivided Attention. It's a bi weekly podcast. So it's like every other Thursday, I believe. The episodes so- are like in that 30 to 50 minute range. So I looked it up as we were going here doing my podcast wingman thing. Mm-hmm. So it's put out by the the folks that do TED. Oh, right? No, they're, they're, this, um, they're uh, the it's part of, be part of the Technology. TED Audio Collective. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. That's what I saw. So it's part of the TED Audio Collective. So I, I don't see an explicit rating. I'm guessing this is very sciencey. So no yeah. one is talking. But, you like know, talking about AI taking thing. over the world and stuff like that, that's a little bit might be mature that's, content. You know, you, you don't want yeah. your right. kids listening to that, I think. That's but there's. Yeah. Yeah. But there's no one swearing like a sailor on shore leave like me on that show. No, no, no. Nothing like that. You know, you know, not yet. At least you wait until the AI takes it over <laughs> and then they'll decide, you know, what kind of swearing can or can't happen. OK, so I think we uh, uh, we, uh, we we had a really good podcast section there today, guys. We, uh, we we covered a lot of bases, you know, drag queens and technology taking the world over. So uh, let's uh, uh, we'll, we'll do a quick rundown here. Drag queens taking the world over. Th- they, that's that's it. You know. AI drag queens wait for that to happen. If the if drag queens did take the world over, it would be flamboyant and beautiful. There you go. Oh my god. Yes. I would have a good time. It'd be a party, I think. So, um, okay. So that was, so the episodes or the podcasts recommended today, guys, were uh, sibling rivalry, super soul, create up, uh, Steve recommended rich and daily. And I recommended your undivided attention. So now I think we can move on to our favorite part of the podcast. Well, my favorite part of the podcast. I've never confirmed with Steve what his favorite part of the podcast is. Probably the end when it's over, right, Steve? Is that it? No, the, the favorite part of the podcast is when I hear, Steve, how you doing, buddy? Because that's the beginning of the podcast. Oh, that's, that's so sweet. Oh, oh I'm, I'm blushing here, Steve. That's nice. So, um, Michelle... <laughs> Uh, we, uh, we were talking a little bit about you. Your dog has a really interesting story, but the one thing I do, I I like about your dog, um, which is what we're going to be talking about is your dog has two names. Would you like to introduce us to your puppers? 
absolutely. So my dog's name is Scout Angus. If you want to add his last name, we share the same. It's McLeod. Uh, but uh, yeah, so when I first went to go get uh, a dog, I was so like, I was like, my dog's name is going to be Angus. Uh, it was my great grandfather's name. I just thought it was so cool and Scottish. But then when I saw the dogs, I was like, no, this this is a scout. So now he is Scout Angus. Okay, so, so when you... you're calling his name, yeah. what do you call him? Uh, I call him Scout, but when he's in trouble, it's definitely Scout Angus. Uh, <laughs> um, or like being super lovey-dovey. Sometimes I'll do a, oh, Scout Angus. But um, no, it's mostly Scout, but. So, oh, so that's like, like when, it, when it, whenever my mom would, you know, throw out Mark, Stephen, Cossack type of thing, I know I was in shit. So that's, so when it's Scout Angus is like, it's like, oh no, the fear comes down. <laughs> yeah. Scout Angus has definitely been pulled out when he's in trouble, but, uh, but like his little collar says Scout Angus. He has an Instagram that's called Scout Angus the Hound. Like he, he's Scout Angus to his core. And now, and, and, and what kind of dog is Scout Angus? Oh, he's like a farm mutt. I got him off of an Amish farm in St. Jacobs, Ontario. And... Did he come with a little hat and a funny beard? <laughs> yeah. No, but what was awesome was that he was being peed on by a cow when I met him and just so chill that I was like, I want his head. I want this one. And he was so cute. And um, his his mom and dad are like also mutts, like a mix of a whole bunch of different things. So he's just... He's a big old, uh, I would say, hound dog at his core. And and how old is Scout? He's six, but he's having his champagne birthday on May 7th, and we're going to have a party. <laughs> his champagne awesome. birthday? Yeah, seven on the 7th. Seventh, it's the, the day that you, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, that's fantastic. So, yeah. like, are you giving it? Like, are you giving him actual champagne, or like, you? Is there like fake champagne for a dog out there? Well, I wanted to buy him like a champagne squeaker toy. <laughs> Um, cause he loves squeaker toys. Oh. And then we were going to buy him some sort of like pre-made dog cake, uh, go all out. Um, but yeah, no, he gets spoiled on his birthday for sure. It's one of my favorite times. I'm just trying to think <laughs> here. Yeah. Cause, uh, cause, uh, Maple was born on the 24th and there's no way she's ever going to hit her, tw- her champagne birthday. <laughs> um, uh, 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 Tripper was born on the 16th. So that could potentially happen. Might happen. That might happen. Dunder was They're born like... on the first and we missed it completely. So, you know, he's three now. So, <laughs> you know, oops, our bad, I guess. Uh, so yeah. I, I'm kind of wondering though, Michelle, I'm, I want to go back to this. So you got to a farm. And you saw a puppy that was getting pissed on by a cow. And you said, that one, that is the champ I'm bringing home. Yeah, yeah, that's how it happened, yeah. Now, did you you ask them to bathe him before you left with this guy? Or did you just take him with the pee still on him? Yeah, if he was in an Amish farm, that was far from the worst smelling thing there. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he he wasn't like soaked, but like his little head was like definitely peed on, and he was just so chill. Like everyone says, when they go to pick a puppy, you have to go pick the one that's jumping and barking and so excited. But honestly, if you pick the one that's chill as fuck, they will remain chill as fuck. And he is. He doesn't bark. He doesn't. He's never done anything wrong. He's so well behaved, so trained. So I think I did the right choice. He's got little eyebrows. He has a whole face. Like he looks like, like he's a little person. I'm gonna have to check out his Instagram soon. Yeah, for sure. Coming from an Amish farm, did he get to do rumspringa? Did he get to do that? Like, did you let him go have fun? Get out his his wild oats? Oh, scout! Like being a free dog. He's a free dog all the time. Like when we go out a backyard of my apartment building, he's a free dog. Uh, We go camping all the time, and he's just I let him go. 
And I try to honor his kind of like Amish life, his like free lifestyle. Oh, that's well, the, awesome. the Amish, the Amish, when you get to a certain age, when you get to be a teen in the Amish world, you get to go and have smoke crack and, and sleep with hookers and do a whole bunch of stuff. So I was wondering if he got his rum spring. Uh, I mean, <laughs> we can rum- make fun of the Amish because I guarantee you they ain't going to listen to this podcast. <laughs> they need electricity to hear a podcast. So we're, we're good. I always like to joke that I gave Scout technology and love because now he has everything. <laughs> he, he is a puppy so, prince. So did him and all his buddies like raise their own dog house? Like did they get in the back and like build their own dog houses? <laughs> Scout? Yeah, definitely. He is like the most popular dog in town. I got to tell you. A dog house nice. raising. That would have been interesting to yeah. see for sure. I, the, how, how that would have been coordinated. That would have been uh, exciting. Now, Michelle, little <laughs> <laughs> when we were talking before the show, uh, we, were, we were always asking, is there an interesting story you'd like to share about your pet? And you actually have quite an interesting story about a walk that your dog went on, correct? Oh, yeah, definitely. So um, when I was on set for Women Talking, we had all of our trailers kind of in one spot. And one of the other stars, Rini Mara, is married to Joaquin Phoenix. And so Joaquin uh, came onto set one day and we were all off filming. But I would often bring Scout to set and he would stay in my trailer and they were all really nice to him. And they would bring him sticks and leave it outside the trailer so he would have a toy. But this one day, Joaquin had his own dog, um, Oscar, and he found out my dog was in my trailer. So he went over and he actually walked my dog. So Scout has met Joaquin Phoenix. I have not. Uh, <laughs> and so I like to joke that like Joaquin Phoenix picked up my dog's shit while I was acting on set because like, what kind of story is that? Oh. Like. Well, well, he's a big I, animal lover, of course. But yes, uh, he's he's awesome. He's a big lover, vegan. Celebrity dog. Yeah. Again, I guess I guess because it is Walking Phoenix, but again, you work well, in some very questionable <laughs> places with security. So some stranger walked up to your trailer and said, "I'm going to steal her dog and go for." I mean, granted, it's Walking well, Phoenix, but again, there's not very yeah. good security at these uh, sets, is there? No, it was very, like, I had no idea. I got a text from someone on set being like, you have no idea what your dog is doing right now. I'm like, what? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like, that's what I, I thought when I came back. I was like, Joaquin was here. Joaquin walked my dog. Like, it's uh, it's kind of surreal, but I, I do are like you, to go. Are you sure you just didn't miss the text? Someone was walking your dog, and you just heard, oh, Joaquin's walking <laughs> no, my I dog. Saved I saved it because it was just so unbelievable. <laughs> but it made sense because he was, like, he was there. So but, that's uh, awesome. Now, does Scout yeah. hold it over you? Does he like? Is it kind of one of these all things? The yeah, all the time. Even through this campaign with women talking, he's always like, "Mom, listen, remember that time that Joaquin, you know, walked me, and he didn't even talk to you. Remember? That? <laughs> yeah. So often, often. Just like, watch, just watch Gladiator and the Joker back to back, and see if he recognizes him. <laughs> Who's that? Who's that? <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. See if he starts name dropping. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah, have people over and have <laughs> Scout just leaning back in the chair with his leg crossed going, well, you know, there was the one time that Joaquin and I. He would do that. If Scout could talk, he probably would be that kind of dude. Just like, uh, he's a prince, that's for sure. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, you sound that's like awesome. a, a very a very awesome dog there, Michelle. Uh, yeah. now, now, Steve, um, before we were going to, before we wrap up things, did you, did you want to talk about uh, uh, something yeah. real quick here for, in regards yeah, to pets? Yeah, so. 
I'll be I'll be real quick. But again, this is for anyone who any of the 35 people that listen to our show. I'm really getting really specific here of the 35 people that listen to us on a regular basis. If any of you are in veterinary college. Um, no, I mean, part of my job, I, I, I do attraction of, of workforce and, and try and, and draw professionals into communities. And of course, we're in a smaller community. Um, anyone that's out there that is or knows a vet or someone who's getting into veterinary medicine or whatever else, um, the important thing is, is, you know, when they're getting ready to start a practice, get them to look at small communities, get them to look at, at more rural communities. Um, there's so many communities here along the North shore of, of Lake Huron, where we're all kind of living marks a bit more on Lake Nipissing, but between Sudbury and the Sioux, um, and even in those bigger cities, it's becoming a challenge for pet owners um, to find a veterinarian. I mean, even in Elliott Lake here, uh, we've got an awesome, awesome, awesome vet. Um, but one vet for 11,000, almost 11,500 residents. And Elliott Lake has a crap ton of dogs and cats. Like there's a ton here, um, tons of pet tags. There's a lot of great pet owners. But it's still only one veterinary office and you know we're not drawing enough people into smaller communities and not just us here but you you look at any small community um and it's got to be all over the the province um yes it's great to practice in a big city but then you get into smaller communities where people have to make hard decisions of not being able to keep their pet or get their pet the right level of care that they need um or simple things that help extend their pet's life or even simple care. So, you know, if anyone knows anyone that's in veterinary medicine or is, is going to school for veterinary medicine, which surprisingly enough is predominantly female now from the research that's going out. Um, yeah. Look, just look at small communities. You know, it means the world to, to people and um, it, it means a lot to pet lives as well. So yeah, that's a big thing, Steve. That's a you know, great point, and yeah, for sure. Like that's the I know that uh, northern northern towns are lacking in a lot of things. Uh, vets are definitely one. I, I know massage therapists are definitely another. Uh, you know, my business is booming up here because it's you know there's very very few of us up here as well. But uh, um, yeah, definitely if you're if that's if that's something you're going into as a career um, and you want to practice that will will basically start booming from day one. Uh, consider moving up to a northern Ontario town. The houses are affordable up here too. That's the uh, that's the nice thing as well. Um, okay, guys, I. Uh, I th this was a great Michelle. It was fantastic having you on today. This was I had a fun time. Uh, you had some great stories to share and everything. Now before we go, um, are there any social medias? Anything uh, like what? Any projects you're working on? You'd like to tell us about or anything like that? Uh, well, I am working on a project that hopefully will come out at the top of 2024. It still has to be on the DL, so I can't say too much. But mm -hmm. it's this new comedy that I think will be really be attractive to young audiences. Um, and hopefully uh, it will be on Hulu, ABC, Disney, something like that. Um, oh, wow. So we'll check out. Definitely follow me at It's Michelle McLeod on Instagram. Instagram is where I am primarily, uh, but you can also find me on Facebook at um, Michelle McLeod fan page, I think. And what was Scout's <laughs> Instagram again? Scout's is at Scout Angus the Hound. 
Scout Angus the Hound. Okay, well, all that information will be in our show notes as per usual. Uh, Steve, uh, pleasure having you again on uh, with us. Um, you know, when we uh, when we get uh, Beyonce or Oprah on, I'll make sure we have a different co-host <laughs> for that one. Um, but in the meantime, Steve, it was a pleasure. Thanks for thanks for joining us. Always do your humor, uh, humor as always. Um, so before we go, uh, I'm going to go through our end of show list. Uh, first thing we're going to do is we're going to talk about all the podcasts that were recommended today. That was uh, Sibling Rivalry, Super Soul, Create Up, Rich and Daily, and your undivided attention if you want to hear about how AI is going to kill us all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thank you uh, to uh, uh, our listeners out there. Uh, our number one fan, Karen, uh, Steve, as per usual. Um, Michelle, thank you for joining us today. Um, oh, don't forget, we have a comedy show up here in Bonfield, April 22nd. Tickets are $15. I think there's still a few left. Uh, so if you're interested in seeing some really great comedians from Southern Ontario, uh, come and join us. Uh, you can email uh, you can email the show for tickets. Um, thank you to Nancy for the graphics. Uh, Aiden and Richard at RFP Media for doing the audio uh, or teaching me the audio. Uh, DD and Deeps for the music and theme song. And Dana for letting me do this. Uh, don't forget to like and subscribe and review us wherever you can do that. And you can find us on just about all podcast platforms. You can email us at marklovespp at gmail.com. And you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at marklovespp. And remember, support your local arts, music, and comedy scenes. Help out or donate uh, to your local uh, animals rescues and shelters and wildlife rescues. And keep the workers at your community pot shops employed by frequenting them, o- frequenting them often. Guys, it's been a pleasure. Have a fantastic Sunday evening. Michelle, you know, we're looking forward to seeing whatever you're going to be coming out in in the future. We'll keep everybody posted about that. Uh, Pleasure having you guys. Pleasure, guys. Thanks so much. Thanks, guys. Good night. Take care. My favorite lighter of all time, which is, uh, it's from RuPaul, but it looks like lipstick, like truly, but it's like totally a lighter. And it's fucking amazing. It makes me feel like a queen. So I'll definitely have to that. Now is <laughs> wait, now is that like? Is, did you say that's from like? Is that from the RuPaul collection, or did RuPaul actually give that to you? No, it's from like the RuPaul collection. Oh, okay. I, I would be like, that'd be cool. Like you know, walking Phoenix walked your dog. You're, you're RuPaul, famous. You know, you're you know. famous. People will believe it. Just say RuPaul himself, <laughs> herself, themselves, whatever the the, the proper <laughs> term hand is. Delivered. Yes, RuPaul, RuPaul themselves gave you their lips, <laughs> gave you his, his, her, they, their lipstick.